Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You are now listening to the TTM Sports Show. The show that's by the fans, for the fans. Hosted by me, James Hounsell. And me, James Harrison. Where we bring you... Explosive debate. Big interviews and guests. Trending topics. With regular uploads. And now sponsored by Froome's very own prestige paving and patios. And also now with over 100 episodes. You're listening to the TTM Sports Show. Hello and welcome to episode 101 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James. And my name is James. And together we are TTM Sports, the sports show that's by the fans, for the fans. After the last episode that we had with former Leeds United chairman Peter Ridsdale, it's back to basics with this one. A hell of a lot happened in the footballing world, from pre-season friendlies to fantastic signings. What we're here to, uh, to do today, James, is uh, is to really talk about that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on at the moment. Everything's happening now. We're, we're getting to that crunch time where, you know, everyone's back in pre-season training now. All, everyone's together. The managers are starting to look at their squad and go, mm, don't quite fancy you. Uh, and, and new players are coming in, it being integrated into the squad, taking up other people's spaces. Players are getting itchy feet with the World Cup coming up. There's a lot of players that want to go on the move. Um, busy, busy time. But before that, James, we need to talk about something a little bit closer to home. And this is for you, Ben Derek. Home base uh, six aside, um, we're still going, we're still going strong. Last week, James, 4-0 demolition of third place, uh, what are they called? Wallop Ultras? Yeah, they were walloped. Um, basically, last week, big, big, big victory. Last couple of weeks, we've had uh, none of the other teams have been turning up, so we've been getting whitewashed wins. They don't hey, want the smoke. They don't want the smoke, they don't want the gas. And as far as I'm concerned, we are more... I would say emotionally involved this season for, 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 for reasons that are somewhat undisclosed at the moment. But the reality is we are now only a point off of top place. We've got to play top place twice yet. Um, it's on. 
it's on. Um, speaking of it being on, it was certainly on last Sunday when. Uh, what, what did you get? The did you get one goal or did you get? No, you didn't get one, did you? I didn't. I. I a couple I, of assists. Yeah, I, I should have scored one, but I decided to set Ben up uh, because I thought, you know what? He set me up here. He stood by me. And I thought to myself, you know what, now Ben, I'll, I'll give him one back. I could have scored, Deb, I think we both know that. Yeah, The ball was sprayed across the six-yard box, all I had to do was tap it in, but I decided to just pass it back. And I've continued my hot streak in front of goal with another another brace. Uh, I scored a goal after about 14 seconds of the game yeah. as well, yeah. uh, which Keeper should have saved, admittedly. It was more like one of your goals. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've moved on to six for the season and you stay stuck on four. Yeah, I do stay stuck on four, but, you know, I don't think Ben's counting assists, which is a shame because, you know, I think I'll be... He always used to. There. He always used I, to count assists. I, I think goals, as the season goes on and we're getting more and more um, intertwined into, into a title battle, points are now, for me, more important than, than the goals. I mean, I really mean that. If we were a mid-table team, I'd be there going on to the most goals. Do you know what I mean? But actually, if you look back on it, and look back on your careers. You know, you're your mid thirties, pretty much. No, I'm not mid thirties at all. How old are you now? I'm thirty two. Exactly. Early thirties. Yeah, early thirties. Nearly mid. I'm mid thirties. Uh, ben is, is is knocking the door too. We've got a lot of players that are now starting to, let's say, you know, on Football Manager entering the last year of their contracts. Um, so we're we're knocking on the doors and we're, we're we're literally flexing it with these with these fitness freaks. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. And we're playing the game well, and I'm enjoying it. We're playing against kids in their early 20s now um, those guys last week they were all early 20s and we let the ball do the, do the ball we've just got an, 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 a host of experience between me yourself Ben um, Ben's a good player he's a good focal point very good for he's, uh, he has over 500 goals down there he as does. well over the years he does. and many 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 titles so he is a man down there but but we're a good solid engine room for him. We know that. We um, are. A big announcement coming up soon as well. Um, so just to finish off on home base, uh, this week, tricky, tricky match. There's a new team in the league. They they, they really got a good victory last week. So we're going to see what they're all about. All we need to do is keep winning. Uh, and, and that's what we're going to do in a minute. We're t I think we're turning into like a, a clopper-like machine. We just keep winning. Exactly. I'm also back in pre-season now with, with my 11-a-side yeah. uh, Saturday club, Froome Collegians, who we play in the Wiltshire Premier division um we've had three pre-season games already uh one one lost one drew one um so you know fitness wise and, and everything football's back football's back now um it is back 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 also uh as we said a, a couple of episodes ago big things in the works at the minute for ttm sports a potential deal with gringos fc uh which will be given one podcast uh uh, a month talking about Sunday League football and uh, integrating them into the podcast, which would be great. And um, watch yeah. this space because there are, I am in talks to sign for Gringos as well yep. on a Sunday morning. There's a, there's a potential deal, and I've also been offered a contract with them as well. And, I, and I'd have to say that by Alex Adol told me to go and train. I don't know if I've got the legs, uh, if I'm honest with you, but uh, there is a there is a there is a connection uh, between TTM Sports and Gringos FC, and that'll be officially announced soon. Also, a brand new affiliate sponsor uh, is 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 in the talks and in the works at the moment from the USA uh, and, and that could be announced within the next couple of weeks as well but now the preliminaries are all out the way we've listened to a lovely little bit of music uh, behind the scenes now uh, and we're gonna we're gonna turn that down we're gonna get into it we're gonna talk about our teams ready what business they've done are we ready? What on earth can we expect from the new season? James, take it away. Yeah, so James, since the last time we did a bit of a transfer roundup, um, we've had, again, more big transfers, uh, more speculation, more 
so-called in-the-know experts on Twitter, you you know, Fabrizio Romano and David Ornstein, they're the guys. You've got these other guys that claim it. They don't know anything because there's some that have come out which, you know, they weren't expected or people were expecting, for example, Rafinha. Now, that was a done deal to Chelsea three weeks ago. I'm sorry, he's ended up at Barcelona. So we'll just run through some of these changes. I'll throw a few of these off the bat to you before we go into some in some detail. So interesting ones for me. Let's just start with, with ones around Europe. Um... Paolo Dybala, free transfer to Roma. You were surprised. You didn't know that one. I told you that off air just a yeah, minute ago. And that was a big surprise. That. That's the, it's the Mourinho pull. Well, I would have went to Inter Milan. He was heavily linked with Inter. Had a lot of talks of Inter. We all remember when Tottenham nearly signed him and we couldn't get the deal done because Daniel Levy wouldn't pay £7 million for his image rights, which is fair enough. Fair enough. You can't be throwing little caveats like that in at the end. You need, you know. Well, let's be honest. If he'd have went there, then he'd be in Italy now anyway. So. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a good signing for Roma. And you know, obviously they're outside the Champions League. They've got Mourinho. He's going to have to go again. Um, and and, and it's, you know, he's been given tools to do that. You know, that's a good sign. Imagine him playing just off of Abraham. I think that could be absolute, you know, dynamite in in Absolutely. Syria. Absolutely. Um, um, Another one, James, a transfer you're very impressive. Matthias De Ligt has gone to Bayern. Really good deal. Bayern Munich look to be building a team to challenge for the Champions League. Yeah, uh, they've brought kind of... in Sadio Mane. Mm. Uh, they've brought, you know, the jury reigns to be out on Sadio, though, really, to be honest with you, in a different setup and team. All the players that leave Liverpool tend to suffer. Can you name me one player that's left Liverpool and gone on to do really well? Maybe Dominic Solanke. But, 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 but yeah, who's, who's left Liverpool and done well? Well, it's one of those, really, you know, when you're at a big club like Liverpool, there isn't really anywhere else to go unless you're going somewhere less. So, uh, naturally, you're not going to do, you know, for example... What, like Coutinho going to Barcelona? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, he didn't do well. Wijnaldum going to PSG, he hasn't done well. Torres going to Chelsea, he didn't do well. You know, it's one of those, you know... And it's probably Suarez, I'd say, did well. Suarez did well, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's the exception to the rule. But you're right. Um, I think Manny's going to be an absolute sensation over there. I think mm. he's that good. Mm. Um, African Player of the Year, again. Um, rightly so, as well. Um, Pape Sa from Spurs, though, actually won Young African Player of the Year, which I was very surprised about. I didn't realise he was that well regarded. He's I knew he was man. a good player. Yeah, we spoke about him off air the other week. Yeah, but I didn't realise he was actually... Is he back at the club? Yeah, he's back at the club. He's been playing in pre-season as well. But I didn't realise he was that highly regarded on, like, the, obviously... He's a good player, mate. Yeah, I mean, he's an, he's a, he's an AFCON winner. Um, I've heard how nice it is when you have toast and you put a little bit of butter on it just seeps in a little bit and you take that yeah. bite where the bread's still warm mm. and you little little tiny little puddle of butter and you catch it and you go, ooh, that's yeah. quite nice, I enjoy that. That's how good he Yeah, be so I'm him. really looking forward to seeing him now and, and um, you know, there's a lot of talk about, obviously, Tottenham fans love Oliver Skip um, and I do as well, but maybe this guy might have a little bit more juice about him yeah he does Um, so anyway uh, back around Europe Barcelona what is going on at Barcelona James Um, Um, you know this is cash strapped Barcelona have just gone and signed the the best striker in Europe for £35 million Um, Rafinha what £60 they've got him through the door uh, free transfer they got Franck Kessie and Christiansen um, good signs we saw Franck Kessie play live oh, at Wembley he and he was, he was really really good and that was against obviously a good England team at the mm. time oh, at the time it's still good now um, Christiansen alright I think if he plays week in week out good player yeah I think he was underrated at Chelsea personally we actually had him in our underrated uh, Premier League 11 as well we did, Christiansen we? Yes, so we did, we did. he was centre yes. half of Tarkovsky who's also been on the move um, so yeah I think Barcelona look they're doing good business um, but the question mark is where the hell is the money coming from? What what's the deal there? You Look know? at the De Jong situation, James. 
Okay, so the young, young player of Barcelona, Frankie de Jong, come from Ajax as Dev cracks open a beer, and rightly so. Mm. Frankie de Jong, uh, while he was at Ajax, highly regarded in world football, yet alone European football. Well, he was one of the hottest prospects in Europe, wasn't he? Oh, mate, he was hotter than an omelette on a Sunday morning. This guy was the ultimate cheese. He's good. So, Barcelona enter financial troubles. Manchester United come in with a bid. For Frankie de Jong, come and join a sinking ship. Please put some stabilizers on it and keep us up for another six months before it goes under again, under the big waves of the Mediterranean. And I hope it does go down. <sighs> but what I will say is he doesn't want to leave Barcelona because they owe him over 20... I think it's 17 million euros in, in, in bonus payments and wages. And yeah. he doesn't want to go to Man United. Yeah, he, he simply he just simply doesn't want to leave Barca. No. no you know... What would you do? I would not leave Barcelona. You know, if you're, if you're, I just wouldn't do it, mate. You know, even the Ten Hag factor can't the persuade weather, him. The women, everything. everything. If I was single, but I'm not. Um, yeah, and there, there was a little, um, a little school of thought going around at mm. one point as well because Frankie De Jong and Matthias De Ligt, they're they're best friends. Um, they grew up pretty high. No, um, uh, Frankie De Jong to to Bayern. Bayern were going to come in and try and hijack that deal. Look, let's be honest. By a Barca if and they his... got him, I'd then start looking at them and go. Hmm. Yeah, because you know, okay. you look at they—they got rid of Tolisso. Um, he's gone. Where's he gone? Leon, free transfer. So who else did Leon sign? Uh, Lacazette. Who else did they? Who are we talking about? Uh, Nicolas Tagliafico. So Leon are doing yeah, some mate, really good. Football manager would be a wonderful. Really good. They could probably bring the payback. Yeah, really good bit of business. Hey. You know, all they got to do is maybe maybe sum up some cash, and somebody's got to they get, they get Dombele off. Dem- yeah, but they get rid of Musa Dembele. Uh, yeah. Send him back to Fulham, and, and, <laughs> and they'll, they'll they'll bring in Dombele. Is he back at Tottenham? Uh, yeah, but he's been left out of the. the um, oh, he's, the, going. he's going. Yeah, yeah he's going. Um, but yeah, I mean Barcelona though. Um, on paper now, look at look at their team. That is stacked. That team is stacked. Their strike forces: Lewandowski, Memphis Depay, um, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, um, Fe- Ferran than, Torres. Mate, it's stacked more than produce in Asda at quarter past eight. It's stacked more than Jenga on Boxing Day. It is stacked. Jenga on Boxing Day. Um, It's stacked more than the cash in my bank account in the make-believe world of Monopoly 25 minutes into the game. It's that (laughs) stacked. It is. Um, You know, look at at the, the, the options they've got out wide now. You know, Rafinha... Um, we all saw how good he was at Leeds and in, in let's be honest a struggling Leeds side and let's be really honest again I'm sorry Leeds fans if you're listening but he, he kept you up on his own towards the end you know he, absolutely, oh, we'll he was absolutely can I just say one thing off air Go something's on. come through in the group chat we've all got group chats haven't we guys and gals that listen to this podcast uh, frequent listener Duncan Penelham Spurs have spent twelve million on Spence with eight million pounds worth of add-ons if they win a trophy. To summarise, Spurs have spent twelve million on Spence. What'd you say to that? They spent twelve million on who? Spence. Yeah, we'll get to Jed Spence because I There's eight million pounds if you win a trophy. Right. So to summarise, you've basically oh, okay, just spent yeah, yeah, twelve yeah. million on Spence. Yeah. Yeah. Good okay. deal. Yeah, I twelve mean, million pound, good deal. Twenty million, <whistles> jury's out. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the sign of Jed Spencer. We'll get to it. Um, just on Barcelona, you uh, you know, we're talking about buying for the potential Champions League. Look, don't sleep on Barca because they got look. Xavi's a good manager. He knows what he's I doing. I will sleep on Barca. They're not ready. Um, Aubameyang's back in form though. Yeah, he scored again the other night. <laughs> he's back in um, form. You know, with the right guidance and an arm to around Stegen him to stick uh yep to Stegen in goal you got a back four now of well probably still Jordi Alba at left back good player right back I'm not sure they got I'm not sure they got a right back these days yeah it was uh, centre centre backs you got you know you could have now Christiansen and um Pique. 
I don't think PK really plays anymore. Did he? No, he certainly don't who's, play who's no it? more. I'm not sure. Not sure, but um, I'll, I'll Google it. While you keep talking, I'll Google it. But I'm just talking about f- forward players in terms of firepower. Abamyang, Lewandowski. I mean, Lewandowski for God's sake. Um, Rafinha. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Gavi, Gavi, Pedri, De Jong, De Jong sitting in there. Um, a newly uh, re-signed to a new contract, Usman Dembele. You know, oh yeah, he's a good player. You know they are they they're, they're stacked, mate. I mean, I'm telling I mean, you. They've got they've got Ronald Arujo as centre back, which is Eric Garcia from Manchester. There you go. City. Yep. Ferran Torres. They've got Sergio Dest, who's right back. Who's yeah, that's back. it. Yeah, him. Sergio Busquets is still there. He's only 34. I thought he was about 37. Yeah, look, Pedri, Pedri De Jong, Gavi, Franck Kessie. Pjanic. Yeah, Pjanic. What the fuck is he doing there? Uh, Ricky Puig, good player. Sergio Roberto is still there. Ansu Fati yeah. is there, who's a quality back, player. Back and fit again now, full pre-season under his belt. Ferran yeah. Torres. Yeah. Rafinha, Rafinha Dembele. Dembele. Depay. And Martin Braithwaite. Oh, yo, he ain't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Middlesbrough legend Martin Braithwaite. So look, I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. I think Barca are gonna be really, really strong. They, Did ha- they get Champions League. Yeah, they they got second in the end. They have to react. They had to react because Real have they're pre- gambling again. Because if this goes wrong, then they come. If sick, this goes wrong, they're fucked. completely and utterly fucked. Um, <laughs> but Laporte, isn't it? You know, he pulls it out of the bag every time. So look. You're in terms of European change, you like to look at Bayern this year. I, again, I said it all along last season, don't sleep on Real Madrid. But they haven't really done any major, major business. They've signed Rudiger, which I think... I think was everybody sent a- now must realise that now surely they have to go into rebuild. Real? Yeah. But I know, I actually know they have signed, because they signed that to, to, to Calmia as well, didn't they, from Monaco? They signed a couple of youngsters. Yeah. yeah. But they're but going for the next on, phase, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah, so look... I like look at Barca. I think there's just so much firepower there. And Lewandowski, that is an absolute game changer. How are they doing it? <sighs> Who knows? Shady. Very shady. But that's Spanish football for you. Um, certainly those two clubs, Real and Barca. But look, in back into this country. Look, this is a transfer which I don't think has been spoken about enough. Phillips City. No. Raheem Sterling to Chelsea. Right. What a signing that is for Chelsea. He's 27 years old. He's, he's an absolute... It's like forty million, I think. Yeah, you know, not big money. Ugh. Under the radar, just went and got him, got it done. Um, firstly, why is City letting him go? There's something going on at City. There is I, something I, I, going on. I just on. don't understand. Is there another investigation looming? Have they cheated? Who City? knows? Are Fans? they are they about Tell to? Us. Yeah, are they about? To, have they got a balance of books for financial fair play? I mean, what is it? You know, because that's Sterling out the door. Gabriel Jesus, Zinchenko, all players that probably all played. Fernandinho off the books. Yeah, Fernandinho off and the books. And he played for him as well. Yeah, so that's four players there that probably all played 20 dirty, league 20 games each. Like him. Um, a good player, though. Um, it was dirty. You know, City... And, you know, there's also still talk of maybe Bernardo Silva leaving the club. Um, Gundogan's been sort of touted as maybe somebody that's going to leave. Um, very, very odd at Man City. And we, we spoke about our fair, James. We think the squad's got thin. 
But Sterling to Chelsea, what a side. I think he's going to be an absolute superstar for I him. think, um, isn't it true that the only Lionel Messi and... Is, uh, no, only Messi has scored more goals under Pep Guardiola than Sterling. No, no Messi and Aguero. Aguero. Yeah. Messi and Aguero. So uh, apart from Messi and Aguero, who, let's be honest, are two of the best players Ever. of this generation, yeah. of, you know, of this era, yeah. um, uh, only those who have scored more goals for Pep Guardiola than Sterling. You know, I think they missed a trick. I don't, don't. I wouldn't be getting rid of the, rid of him if I was City. But then again, who knows more about football, Pep Guardiola or me? Pep Guardiola. Well, there you go. Um, Koulibaly's in at Chelsea as well. Again, good signing. You said off air, James. I think is a couple of years too late yes. for Koulibaly. Yes. Um, look at Thiago Silva. Well, yeah, I agree. You with know, that, uh, but I still believe that Koulibaly. I'm talking pace. I'm talking. I know Thiago Silva is older, but I still think he's. I think he's more. He's like a Rolls Royce, where Koulibaly. Yeah, he's a bit more. Yeah, he's not. He's not quite the Rolls Royce. A bit more flat-footed. Yeah, but I think he's massive. Yeah, he he was interested in going before we signed Canate. Three, two or three years ago, Liverpool nearly got him for about eighty million, and for some reason, the deal didn't. It didn't happen. And if he would have been next to Van Dyke three seasons ago, I think we would have been impenetrable, personally. But uh, it didn't happen, and we got Canate. Yeah, I mean, I would look to Koulibaly, and uh, I always uh, he's probably how much did they get him for? Uh, about thirty-five. Yeah, 40 because they million. wanted eighty-five yeah. million a couple um, of seasons ago. You take out Bonucci and um, Chiellini. Probably he's he's probably the best defender in Syria, and has been for probably the last five seasons. Yeah, you know, you, you know that is don't Conte as the manager. Uh, uh, no, it's no, not. no, he's Tuchel. a top Tuchel. Yeah, yeah, no, you've got to say that that is that is a pretty big statement signing. But again, another one that's gone kind it's of under, under the, the radar. radar. No one's talking about it. You know, and it came out of nowhere as well. It was never heavily linked. He just they just went and just signed it. I don't think Newcastle went as hard as what I thought they would as well. No, Newcastle have not done really a little. Sven Botman's in. Because um, they went hard in January. Yeah, didn't they? Um, Villa. Yeah, Villa did a lot Too of business. Too much upheaval early. can upset the chemistry of a squad. Yeah, and talking of that, then let's let's get on to it, James. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nottingham Forest. Well, I think Lingard's a great signing, but let's be honest, mate. If I was Jesse Lingard, I wouldn't go anywhere near there, mate. I don't care how much he's already a millionaire. You don't need the money. You're already a millionaire. What would you? To what would you? What would you have done if, you, if you're Jesse Lingard, right? And the options. I'd have went to West Ham, mate, for a bit less. Uh, or would you have gone to Saudi Arabia for absolute riches? Because he had an offer from Saudi. Because he still would have got a deal back in the Premier League, wouldn't he? What, after going to Saudi for a couple of years? Of course he would, when Tottenham on the way back down <laughs> in two years when Conte leaves. I'd have taken I'd have taken Lingard at Spurs. Mate, I'd have took him at Liverpool. My United fans hate him. Actually, rubbish, because when I see him for Liverpool, uh, when I see him for England, he's fantastic. Yeah, I and, and people talk about his character. And at West Ham. People talk about his character. Yeah, mate. I, I, uh, uh, I, and he's off the field the way he put. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with it. James, I'm 50-50. You saw the Twitter stuff coming out and he's there. It's like a fucking music video he was releasing for Nottingham Forest. Yeah, but the thing is, right, with Lingard, with with Lingard and players that also, you know, players that do, you know, it was a bit. It was. I but, think it was a bit heavy for but a, there's an introduction. All, but then what? But then the other argument, you know, people will argue, oh, players are robots. We don't see enough personality from players. They never. I've te- never said that. No, not saying you, but but that is an argument of the modern day player. And people like Jack Grealish, you know, he's a character. He puts himself out there and allows people to see his actual personality. And it's the same with Lingard. All oh, right, he's not everybody's cup of tea, but neither am I, and neither are you. But I'm the guy certainly is, not everyone's but cup one of tea. thing you can't one thing you can't say Everybody about Lingard. Loves a cup of tea now and then. Everything you can't say, what you can't say about Lingard is that that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't show his he shows his personality. And yeah, as a yeah. fan 
of a club to sign a player like Lingard, I would be pleased because he's a because he's a character. He's 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 relatable to fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's a he's a laugh. Yeah. Uh, he, he plays with England, he mate. plays with freedom. He plays with a smile. So I, it, I think it, I've, James. He's gone there for money, mate. He signed a one-year deal. He signed a one-year deal yeah, if he, yeah, for 150 grand a week when he could have went to West Ham on a two-year deal. It was a three-year deal they offered him for 125. If mate, if it was all Come about on, if it was James, all about the money, James. If it was all about the money, he'd have gone to Saudi Arabia. James, he didn't want to leave. And what you got to remember? Used to be in so, so Lingard as well. So why wouldn't you sign for two years then? They might have only offered him a year. There might be an agreement that if they stay up, he can get another Look, year. I'm in agreement with you. And Lingard right? as well. The, the, people are is... going. People have really criticised him for this. Lingard, right? So what's Lingard? 29 years old, right? Does he want to move to London or can he travel from Manchester to Nottingham every day and, and, and do that, right? He's got a young family. He's got, he's got a young daughter. Um, you know, does he want to live away from his daughter in London? Or what, does he so want... 87% of footballers... All right, can I just have my say on this before you yeah. wrap up your bits, yeah? I'm going to be honest with you now, okay? A footballer needs to maximise their revenue potential, mm-hmm. all right? Okay, I get that. It's right. a short career. It's a short career. He could have went to Saudi Arabia. What's he on at Man United? He 100 grand. Because he'd come from the yeah. youth ground. Yeah, 100 grand. Okay. He would have been offered in excess of three to 400,000 pounds in Saudi Arabia to be one of the richest players in the world. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. He hasn't done that. He's gone to Nottingham Forest. He had a couple of offers on the table from the Premier League. One being West Ham. Fourth, fifth, sixth place West Ham that are going places with a good stadium and a good young squad. Okay. And a good manager. Or you go to Saudi for the riches. Or you go to Nottingham Forest for one year. Now everybody was saying, what are you going to go to Nottingham Forest for? Because they've only just been promoted. Okay, you could argue, well, he's going to go there to play week in, week out. Well, he would have got that at West Ham. It's in a World Cup year. Gareth Southgate's going to be looking very closely at England players that are just outside the periphery of the squad that he knows can actually be part of that squad and be comfortable within that squad. Mm. And that's Jesse Lingard. The problem I've got is he's gone to a newly promoted Nottingham Forest team because they've offered him the most money in the Premier League and I think it's wrong and and the, and the, the point you said about his family and all this is not too far away from Nottingham and stuff like that I believe uh, and I agree with 85 to 90 percent of the things that you say on this one I don't I don't buy it there's players from all over the world that transfer and fly all over the world with young families in 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 any professional sports arena so why should he be any different than going on a two-hour trip down to bloody down to london because david beckham when he played for manchester united and he was dating posh spice in the late 90s would drive down there every every day after training he'd drive down to london he'd spend the night in london and he'd leave at 4am in the morning he'd drive straight back up and go to training in manchester turn around and drive straight back down again in this day and age with his fast cars with his money and he's got a chauffeur why can't he do the same thing and he could be at west ham and he's been there around in those surroundings and he played well me personally James no I would have went to West Ham no I, I can see both sides of it and and I, I've got a you know we, we both know the guy Carl Freeman massive West Ham fan he is really good absolutely bloke. fuming at Jesse Lingard West Ham oh, there you go then West yeah. Ham fans are well and truly rattled by this um, I would be how would you feel James if someone picked Nottingham Forest over Tottenham each to their own you know rubbish Each you've to... picked them because they've offered in the most yeah, money yeah but uh, luckily and he's done it on a one year deal so he can shit out if they get relegated and Nottingham Forest fans by the way are not wholly happy with this deal either well look it does upset the uh, the balance of the squad that's for sure because obviously they you know they've got a yeah, most of their players are probably it's like on no more. Someone buying out this podcast and going, James Hounsell, I'm going to give you two hundred grand a week. James Harrison, you just stick, you just stick on your thirty five. Yeah, and I'm going to turn around and go, hold on, just a fucking minute. I know. Look, time will tell with Jesse Lingard. I personally, I think for the shit he's getting. I mean, 
let's be honest, West Ham, you know, you, you're lucky to get him anywhere near your club on loan anyway. When he came, well, you know, advantage. if you really wanted him, if you really wanted him, you could have got him. Um, because let's be honest, he would, let's be honest, if you stack the two clubs up against you, he's not going to forest over West Ham for footballing reasons. So if you wanted him, you should have gone and got him. You know, it's not hard to do. It's, it's not hard to make a deal with a guy that you already know. Yeah. You know, just you should have just got that over the line. So I think actually it's more a failure of West Ham than it, than it is a, a failure of Lingard's character. And I think it's unfair. Mm. Um, but anyway, look, it is what it is. He's landed where he's landed. Look, at least he's going to hey, be West playing. Hey, West Ham will be fine. They've got Michael Dawson. Exactly. Um, uh, Gary, not Gary Dawson, Craig Dawson. Is that whatever, what I said? The, whatever the hell his name Mixed is, but, but he's a, he, I know he's a Rochdale legend. So um, anyway, look, so um, a, a team, the team that I think, and it pains me to say this, James. It really pains both me to North say London this. Both North London clubs have done well, mate. Both North London clubs, but we'll touch on Arsenal now. Um, look, that don't sound too good, does not it? You're going to touch on Arsenal. <laughs> I'm going to touch on some Arsenal here. Oh. Um, look, Gabriel Jesus, we spoke about on the last time we did the transfer roundup. Look, since then, Alexander Zinchenko to Arsenal. I'm sorry. We love Zinchenko on the TTM Sports Show, don't we? And I'm very disappointed that he's chosen Arsenal. Um, the Arteta factor probably played a part. Uh, word is that he's going to play in midfield for him. Um, I think it's a very sensible signing because he can play in midfield. He's very good in midfield. His range of passing is decent. Left-footed, good balance. Plays, you know, he's played in Man... No mugs play in Man City, did they, for Pep? Um, he can also slot in at left-back where Tierney's injured more than he's fit. Um, and, and that... What's the guy's name? Tavares... Um, oh, uh, but I, I I rated him. No, no, he's terrible. But I think he's going to get shipped him. out on loan now. Um, what's his name? Nuno Tavares. Yeah. Um, anyway, look, terrible play. He got hooked at halftime at Anfield because he was didn't shocking. Didn't go from Villarreal to Barcelona. It didn't work at Barca, and he went to, no Leeds. That's Junior Firpo. That's Junior Firpo. But Junior. Nuno Tavares, Liverpool, were interested in him from Benfica or Sporting. He, he went was, to yeah, Arsenal I think he was at Benfica. I think it was Sporting. He, and he went, went there. tits up. Yeah. No, Firpo was at Betis. Then he went to Barca. That's right. And then he's yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Then Leeds. Yeah, that's under that's a real under the radar football manager gem. If anybody wants to know, yeah. Um, so, so Zinchenko to Arsenal, I like that sign. Also, don't like that signing from a Tottenham Hotspur fan point of view, but from a footballing point of view, I like that signing. It's clever. Um, he can cover two positions, well, James, um, and he's a good player and a good character and good person. James, um, Arsenal have got to respond. They have to because because the balance of power has shifted in North London. And, they're still and, the bigger and club, but the, but uh, but they are because they've been in the top flight for hundreds of years and won. T- what five six times as more trophies than you so they're the bigger club but at the moment in terms of playing personnel mm. they're not mm. I think that's a fair a statement yeah, yeah I, I go with that but on the outside but I think that they had to react because we pipped them and we, we got one over on them last season and I've said it on the podcast before that North London rivalry is so intense it's almost like a league within a league because a very it's so important to Tottenham and Arsenal fans that you finish above the other. You know, we could finish twelfth and thirteenth. You if we finish twelfth and thirteenth, right but but if we finish twelfth and thirteenth, but we finish twelfth and they finish thirteenth, Tottenham fans would go shit season. But well, we finish above Arsenal, and that's the way. It's just, it's just so because because it's, it's a because it's such because it's such an evenly matched rivalry. It's probably the most evenly matched derby in. In, in the country really in terms at of at the moment yeah it is and it's took over City United yeah I think it has as well because the, the gap's bigger there the, the, the gap between Arsenal and Tottenham is so small now it's such fine margins that you know we've gone for it they've had to go for it we knew they were going to go for it they knew we were going to go for it we've both had to go for it and, and the battle's on now I think it'll and I, and I know people are saying oh Tottenham are going to finish above Chelsea and uh, no I think it's I think I still think it'll be Spurs and Arsenal going for fourth and fifth I, I like I like your 
political diplomatic style, yet we both know at the back of your brain you're hoping for more. Um, so what we will say, um, what we will say is this: um, it's been it's been really good, I and mean, we we're going to need to talk about Man City and Liverpool. Um, but we're, we're going to have to. That it's, it's like being on a Spanish football podcast and not talking about uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Yeah, it's, so um, you have to. James knows the signing that you like, Phillips to City. Yeah, I like the like I like the deal. I'm surprised it got done so cheap. If that's the case, why the hell didn't we go for him? Mm. Um, but there's obviously a reason. I think he's injury prone, James. And yes. I'm going to chuck it out there. No, I think he is. I think he is, and I think. But I've... we watched a documentary, didn't we, together on Leeds about two or three weeks ago? Yeah. And what did we see him doing? Uh, what did we see when he Phillips? Was, yeah, he turned up on camera. What was he wearing on his ankle? Yeah, a massive, uh, you know, protective boot, wasn't it? It was, and, and, and again, he's been injured pretty much all season. Uh, the only time he's been injury-free, he's been fantastic. Um, could be a pet player, you know. I, I think City have done well. Do you know Alvarez what? under the radar. Yeah, Alvarez is going to be and, look, they sent brilliant. And they've Haaland, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know. So I think City have, have um, yeah, they're going to be seriously strong. But one, one thing on Calvin Phillips, what I'll just say, mm. he's such a lovely bloke. I worry that maybe he's just too nice. What, Phillips? Phillips, I think he. You know, if I it's fifty fifty between him and Henderson, who's winning? Exactly. I just, I just, you know, technically on the ball, brilliant passing, unreal. Um, you know, he it tra- won't go down. But if I'm touched, yeah. I'll go down and win a he, free kick. He, he puts it about. He, yeah. he gives everything that he's got. He loves the fans. He absolutely love Leeds. I'm surprised. We um, I'm I was really surprised. surprised. He, I was surprised he left. Well, I was surprised. Yeah, but you know, Leeds. To be fair, they've sold their two best players this summer for a hundred million. But they've spent a hundred million My dad on other players. Me when I turned around, and I told him, I told him, I said they'll go for fifty million each, max, and he'll go rubbish. Rafinha's worth eighty million. If Kane's worth one hundred and twenty million, Rafinha's worth eighty. Oh. Uh, and he goes, well, Phillips, easy eighty-five. It leads with open for one hundred and sixty-five million for these two. And what I will say though is, if Phillips is worth forty-two million, yeah, why is Rice worth one hundred and fifty? Good, good point. And those over at Upton Park turn Olympic Stadium West Ham the Hammer United fans out there you need to be quivering in your boots your laces need to be tied back up because they've been undone by the City boys at the Etihad Stadium because in valuation and transfer market value and portfolios of the Premier League boffings in the boardrooms we both know that Rice ain't worth 150 no. million but pounds. again look, great it- player it's, but not it's the um, and again I've spoken about this on the podcast before. It's the Harry Kane's it's Harry Kane syndrome with Rice. Well, if Lewandowski's gone for thirty five, Kane's worth what twenty five? Exactly. So it's <laughs> it's Harry Kane syndrome where Declan Rice, and it's the same with Harry Kane. Obviously, it's where funny. the Harry the Harry Kane syndrome comes from. James, but like Declan Rice is worth more to West Ham there than any sum of money that that they could get for him. So that's why the price. If he are, goes. It's like having a ship in the 1800s and, and as the British Empire was gallivanting around the world, you know, having, having fighting with the French and the Spanish. And if one hole emerges in the side of one of them ships, you're fucked. Mm. And, and Declan Rice, if he leaves West Ham, a hole will appear in one of those ships. Yeah, and it will slowly, Do you slowly see what start I mean to with go that? down. So yeah, look, yeah. And he's just made the captain as well. I don't think Rice will leave this summer. I, I think, think he's class. I think, yeah, he is. And, you know, what's he on? A four, five-year deal? He's probably got oh, three, four years left to run his contract. one of the first names on the sheet. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Declan we, Rice. Do that? Yeah. Would. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, look, again, it's Harry Kane syndrome. Any other players? Think of any other players who've, who've got serious Harry Kane, you know, the Harry Kane syndrome applies. 
What, 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 the, the, you talk about Mohamed Salah. People were saying that, you know, you know our good friend Duncan, who follows a podcast, and yeah, if he goes, yeah, you, you, you'll get 80 million for him. Yeah. I'm thinking, fuck, but yeah, what? But, you, but, you, like, don't do want, but you don't want 80 million because you want Mohamed Salah. It's yeah. the same as Harry Kane. Man City offered, what, 100 million last summer. But you don't want 100 million. You want the, Harry Kane. The, okay. I agree with what you're saying, and I think you're right. However, the caveat of this time last season, not now, this time last season, is he actually didn't want to be there. And you can never, ever take that away. The fact of the matter is he knew that City were not going to bid enough and he knew that Levy wasn't going to buckle. Things change, good manager comes in, you've strengthened, you're looking good, no props. You yeah, I mean? and I think, I think and, and as I said, as I've said all along, because let's be honest, I said Kane would stay and he did. I also, about three months ago, said that he'd sign a new contract in the summer and I think what you'll find is that he will. I don't think he will. Do you know why? Why? Because if I was his agent, I'd say, don't trust that chairman. As He gave us a golden handshake and he retracted it. He wants to sign a new deal? Fuck that. I think he'll leave. If, if he don't win nothing with Tottenham in the next you know, season, he'll push again. And if he doesn't get it, he'll run his contract down and fuck off to the MLS or something like that. Mm, well, there's a Julian Anglitz man's been uh, talking about. Kane, perfect Kane, to, Kane today. I told you. I um, told you. I told you I sa- two months ago. I, I said, said this. Perfect. I said this all along. He, he, he would be well. a good replacement for Lewandowski. He'll win things. He'll put that to bed. Um, I think he's better than Lewandowski. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <sighs> you can't. If Harry Kane was in the German league for the past 10 years, he'd get more goals than what Lewandowski's Lewandowski got, Lewandowski scored about 350 goals in about 460 games for Bayern. You cannot yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, in a league, he's got six good teams. Yeah, I yeah, mean, the well, Premier let's... League. What is he? Get? What Lewandowski going to rip the Premier League with thirty-five well, goals a season? Lewandowski, Mohamed Salah. Lewand... What's he going to get in the Bundesliga? Seventy. Lewandowski could have gone to Chelsea this summer because they wanted him, didn't they? Yeah. And he didn't fancy any of that. And he's another one of these so-called Messi. these so-called big players Messi. that don't fancy the Premier League. Why did Messi come to the Premier League? He could have went last it. summer. To, uh, no, uh, two seasons two ago. Seasons remember ago, that one? I had it with Dano. I was having it yeah. out with him, and I said, I said he ain't good enough for the Premier League, and he mm. was like, rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Yeah. He didn't sign. There's certain players that don't fancy I the Premier League you, and there's also the there's also it. good players and to be fair this could be a hell of a podcast if we did the Premier the players who didn't well, didn't make the grade in the Premier League 11 because you know Shevchenko didn't make the grade um, you could argue Torres at Chelsea yeah but he was brilliant Alberto Aquilani went for 24 million you know there's players that have, there's players that have come over to the Premier League from clubs with huge reputations Ricardo Quaresma yep and have Alexandra Pata it's all Chelsea yeah, and, and they've not actually done what is said on the tin and that's Pogba Pogba um, and you look at somebody like Erling Haaland who's come from the Bundesliga <sighs> Um, scored a lot of goals, you know. He'll bang free in against Augsburg, absolutely. But so would Neil Morpé. Like so, um, I just think there's Timo Werner. Timo Werner again, another. And they're player. all on Nunes, James. Yeah, they're and, all it, on and him. it could be another. He could be another one um, that comes over to a Premier League now. Erling Haaland. I think he's. Good I think I personally. I think, better than La Liga. I think he's gonna score absolute bags of goals. I think he's gonna be a serial bagsman. 
You know, it's or the same. Story. Yeah, it's the same and as. You don't think Nunez is going to get very many, do you? No, I, I said. I said to you earlier. I said he, there's no way he can't get goals in this team. There's no way I'd he can't... I'd get up front for this team. If I Look, played 38, full 90-minute games at Liverpool in a Premier League, what's I his guarantee name? you... Darwin, Darwin Nunes. Yeah. He's, what, six foot two, six foot three. He's reasonably quick. Good he's finisher. good finisher. Yeah. He's good in the air. 21 years old. How is he not going to get goals in that team? How? <laughs> well, Jan Collar struggled in... Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, it's just no way. Uh, another player, actually, that falls into the category. Uh, Fernando Morientes. He never... He never... He never... He never had... It was five million... Yeah, but not talking. It doesn't matter. The price is irrelevant. I'm talking about that. You signed Fernando Morientes off the back of good seasons in Real Madrid. Came to Liverpool and he went to us on loan for half a season. Did it really well, and we made it permanent for five million. Yeah, and he did fuck all. Yeah. But anyway, look, look, that's another (laughs) podcast for another day. Roberto Soldado, I'll I'll chuck one in there for you, so you can have your little your little fun. Um, Nine million. Look, last one then, or last couple. Jed Spencer Spurs, you're not impressed with that, James. Uh, I don't think you're looking at the bigger picture there, but anyway. Um... No, 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 not anyway. Uh, swiftly moving on, and I have to fucking take that shit in front of the viewers. I'm not having that, mate. No fucking way. Right, let's have it out now. From the guy that told me that fucking Doherty, whoever his fucking name is, who's your fucking right back? Matt Doherty. Matt Doherty, yeah, you told me class signing mm. rubbish even his beard shit I think as far as I'm concerned he is a bang average Premier League player at best what Matt Doherty so why are you signing Spence well we're signing Spence because we've got Matt Doherty because that dirty shit not, no, no Matt Doherty's not shit why don't you sign Nico Williams then because Matt, Nico Williams is shit but look Jed Spence and, and let's have Matt Doherty first alright he was good enough for where we were at that time. What? Fucking two positions down what you are now? Yeah. All right. And look, and when we were there, look, it looked all right on paper at the time. Now, two years down the line... Fucking hell, on the Sunday six aside, I look good on paper. Uh, yeah, exactly. But I look good on Instagram until you meet me. So, look, what are our wing-back options at the moment from right wing-back? Matt Doherty or Emerson Royale? Oh, well. And you're asking me why we're signing well, Jed Spence. Emerson Royale has only been given since January. He's a great player, isn't he? According to all Tottenham fans. I see He's loads actually... of people in Tottenham fans walking around our city centre at the moment. Everywhere. Where the fuck have you been for the past 15 years, Tottenham? <laughs> Where the fuck? You came out for a fucking two-year spell at the end of the 2020s, yeah? When Pochettino was there. You fucked back off into your crevice. You made two or three good signers with a man that's had a hair transplant done by God. And now you're back. Where have you been? <sighs> I don't even know where to go with that because yeah. I've been here the whole time. Well, I, you have. I, I, where they all been? I was there when our biggest summer signing was 37-year-old Nuruddin Nabet from Deportivo <laughs> on a free transfer. So don't you dare go down that road <laughs> with me. Good. Oh, <laughs> he scored against Arsenal as well. He was a really good Left player. Left footer. Yeah. yeah. Good, good centre-half. Mar- 2004, Martin yeah. You know, I was there when we really needed a winger and we signed Timothy Atuba. All right? And and brought in... I no- remember <laughs> when Tottenham fans, when Tottenham, Tottenham had a good young English corsetta when you, when you stole Carrick from West Ham, but it's another story. Um, and when and when you believed, you guys, you believed, well, you know, our stadium's as good as Liverpool. Playing squad is probably a little bit better than Liverpool. I, I, you know, we're going to say we're a bigger club than Liverpool. And, 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 and you you never said that, but a lot of Tottenham fans did. And my argument was this. There's a kid in Froome, Sanger, his name is. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Tottenham fan. Yeah. And he was one of them ones. He was always the same. Do you know what I mean? You know, oh, yeah, Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. All Tottenham fans are the fucking... All of you are the same. You believe that you are a genuine, bona fide European heavyweight. No, and I you can don't. only no, be I described don't. as a heavyweight if you fucking win trophies. I think we're... Uh, the... <laughs> 
You don't win trophies. No, but but so do lots of other clubs. Yeah. Eh? When was it? You know, there were lots. Of, there's lots of other clubs that don't consistently win. You was, and you was going to say when was the last time Arsenal? And you went, oh, oh fuck shit. In your the mind, only your teams, mind triggered instantly. The only you teams. Knew the, only FA Cup a couple of times. the only teams in this country that consistently win trophies, regardless of the era, the generation, is. Arsenal, Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool, really. Chelsea and, and, and Man City Chelsea. have won trophies consistently throughout. through this era, but previous to the money, Chelsea, which Tottenham better. haven't had. No, Chelsea were better than Tottenham before the money. Mm, I think we were on a par. Oh, no! Yeah. And I'm sorry, and you're listening into your car on your way down to work, or you're listening to this podcast and you're walking home from work, or you're listening in work and you're listening in the car, you think it's absolutely mad. Harris has now gone on one. No, no, Chelsea, Chelsea, let, let's just, let's, let's pluck a feather out of the beret of the fucking realms of football historical value. Let's talk Chelsea 1998. Frank LeBeuf, Muscle Desai, Ed Hoy with a wonderful fucking moustache, Gianluca Vialli, Peluizzi Kazuragi, Gianfranco Junior, Rude Hullet, Roberto Di Matteo. Don't you dare tell me that, you know, Dennis Wise, don't you, he's a wanker, but don't, <laughs> allegedly, but don't you ever tell me that Tottenham Hotspur were better than Chelsea right. at the turn of the century. So let me ask you, no, I'll no, ask you this then. No, 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 no. I'll ask you this, right? When Chelsea won their first league title under Mourinho, when was the last time they won the league title before that? I don't know. 50 years before that. But let me tell you. So that was you, 1954. I'll, I'll, hold on, hold on, right? hold on. Yeah, you won it in 61? 61. Great. Two years later, still ain't won it since. So, what I will also tell you is... Is that a fact? Yeah. Good. What I'll also tell you is Chelsea, at the turn of the century, won the Cup Winners' Cup. They're in the UEFA Cup final. They're in the Champions League when Jesper Gronkjaer scored against Liverpool. Yeah, when mm. we, you know... Chelsea... No. We've been through what we believe to be England's top biggest clubs. Chelsea were a bust, Tottenham. Yeah. Now... I think when... Anyway, look, we're going off topic. Well, let's fucking go off topic. Let's go roading. <laughs> let's go off-roading. Let's go football off-roading. <laughs> we're going down the rabbit hole. We're deep. We're deep in the rabbit hole. Hey, we're we've having, all been deep, we're having, mate. We're having tea with Wasses face. The rabbit guy. Yeah, what's With his the name? hat on. Yeah, what's his name? The, really the Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter. It's Mad Hatter moments. Right. Hear me out. Before the money came into Chelsea, and let's... Let's have it right. This will be good. Let's have it right. Let's have it left. Because Abramovich actually wanted to buy Tottenham. Before he bought before he bought Chelsea because he thought they were a bigger club and they had more potential. Because what did you expect? He was never from the Premier League or followed English football. But anyway, fact, all I'm saying an is... An Arab man once thought that... No, hold on a minute. Rubinho thought he was going to Chelsea and not Manchester City. It right. happens to the best of us. And you talk about... You were talking about that 1998 team that that, of, uh, that, of, that Chelsea had or whatever and the players that have been through Chelsea. Let's have a quick look back through history at some of the players that have been through Tottenham, shall we? Mauricio Jür- Tarico. No. Jürgen Gary Doherty. Jürgen Klinsmann. Paul Gascoigne. Glenn Hoddle, Ozzy Ardiles. Yeah, no, you know, you, world you're, you're taking the clock right back there. You had Teddy, all right. earlier on it. You had, no, no, Teddy like, Sheringham, Michael player. Carrick, Jermaine Defoe. Good players that have been through Tottenham, England internationals, world stars, world David Ginola. But Chelsea you know? have always had more. Yeah, have they though? Yeah, have they though? Because yeah. who was playing for Chelsea when the when the Premier League started? When they weren't even in the Premier League. Kevin Hitchcock. Yeah, and Jason Cundy, who also played for Tottenham, and players like. Um, 
what was the goalie? Ke- yeah, Kevin Hitchcock. You know, and who else did who did they have? And um, you know, Michael Dubery. Yeah. And let's be honest, mm. all right, mm. for all the shit players at Tottenham have had, they've had some shite ones too before they had the money. All right, when it was Autoglass and they had Jody Morris centre midfield and a twelve-year-old John Terry. All right, so let's not make our Chelsea have always been this massive superpower because they have Chelsea. Anybody with a brain cell, as we always like to say on the podcast, in my personal and humble at uh, times opinion, Chelsea are historically. And have always been, I'm not to say always will be, but have always been a bigger club than Tottenham. Tottenham's problem is this, okay? Let me break it down, Tottenham Hotspur, in a nutshell. Good playing squad, potentially great playing squad. Good fan base, potentially great fan base. Bit silly, but, you know, all the world, great. Fantastic stadium, potentially a great stadium, Yeah. What's the one ingredient that you need to build history, prestige and power that stands the test of time which sets you apart from other football clubs? Trophies. And what do you not have? Well, we do have trophies. We no, just no, haven't no. won oh, any oh, for a long time. It's not a long time though, is it? Liverpool fans, for 30 years after we never won the top division of British football, were ridiculed. We were basically physically inside ripped apart and stomped on by Noddy in front of the, the laughing stock of the Premier League forever, yeah? You have not won a league title since 1961. In 1961, the Beano wasn't invented. In 1961, England hadn't won the World Cup. In 1961, Bobby Charlton probably had hair. In 1961, colour TV wasn't even invented. In 1961, the Queen was young. In 1961, in 1961, yeah, let me tell you this, Kelly Daglish hadn't laced up a pair of boots, yeah? <laughs> Don't tell me, do not tell me that Tottenham historically are a massive club. I'm and not saying that Tottenham are a massive club. You are not as big as Tottenham. When is anybody going to admit this? I'm not saying that we're a massive club. I think we're in the top six clubs in this country, comfortably. Top, 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 uh, t- top eight. All right, who's bigger than Tottenham? Villa won the European Cup. But they're not a bigger club than Tottenham. They've been in the Championship three years ago, playing you know with Conor Hurahan centre midfield. Don't tell me they're a bigger club than Tottenham. Who's a bigger club than Tottenham? Honestly, right now, do you want me to tell you? I'll lay it out on the yeah, line. Go okay, on. listeners, get ready for this because you'll need to hear this. Okay, <laughs> right now, right, right, right now, right Manchester now. United are yep. a bigger football club than Manchester City. Okay, bigger than Tottenham, you mean? Bigger than Tottenham. Yeah. Are they in the Champions League though? Does it irrelevant? Are, are they, they in the Champions League? Are they are they in Champions- Put your mortgage on the line. Are they a bigger club? Yeah, of course they are. Right, good. Secondly, Arsenal bigger club than Chelsea. Debatable. Trophies. All right, okay. Let's see. Right, I said Arsenal right. are a bigger club. They've never been relegated from the top division of Premier League football in the top flight of football ever, 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 ever. Right. They've won trophies consistently. Yes, granted, they've not won the Premier League or the top division for twenty years, but they've still won sporadic FA Cups throughout. So that's Arsenal. Okay. Secondly, Liverpool, yep. self-explanatory. Manchester City. Now with all the trophies and everything, and the last. But are they a bigger club? They can't even set up their ground for a Champions League quarter-final. What's the currency, mate? Yeah. All right. Okay, fair enough. So now, Man City, okay, with, with the potential that they've got and the money. Do you want me to tell you what the difference is? Do you want me to tell you what You're not defining bigger club or bigger institution. Because as an institution, Tottenham, I would say, a bigger fan base than Man City. Yeah. Stadium, the big, I, I, who cares? Yeah. yeah. I, I would say playing squad City are better. Trophies in the cabinet City are now better. But that's because, it, in my opinion, James have cheated. We've won more trophies than Man City historically, but they've backed it on that. They've won the X amount of Look, leagues. Me and Premier you League both Club. know if it was to yeah. go naturally, if football was to continue to go naturally, yeah, yeah, organically, you'd be bigger than Man City. 
All right, I'll give you that. Yeah. All right, they had an injection shot in the arm from a Saudi state-backed fucking whatever. Yeah, so therefore they're now bigger than you, right? And that's a fact. Yeah. So that's four clubs. Yeah. All right, Chelsea, bigger than, yeah. bigger than Tottenham. And then, and, then, and then I don't think there's a bigger one. There's no there's no one bigger. So that puts us I sick. Think, I think Leeds. No. <laughs> I'm just winding you out now. Big, but no, big club. Yeah. But so, so that's what I'm saying. So we're in the top Forest, six. Forest, Villa, you're in, you're we're the in the top of them. Top, we're in the top six biggest clubs in this country. And that's not to be sniffed at. So whether we put whether we put trophies on the table at the end of the season, yeah, of Why course. Why you play the game? Yeah, of course we want to win trophies. But it's not through the lack of trying, mate. It's not that we're giving up half of the season or, you know, throwing away the, the Carabao Cup like the big big heads do. You do. Right? You put the fucking... Kid. How arrogant of a club that hasn't won a decent trophy in 127 million We got to the final days. two years ago. Did you? Yeah. Who did you play? You played Man City, lost 1-0, Laporte scored. You wore that disgusting green kit. I couldn't even remember it. Yeah. That just shows how much you value the Carabao Cup. Oh, until you won it. We're the champions. Yeah. Great. Champions. All right. Anyway, Liverpool turn up to the finals and win trophies. Yeah, you do. Anyway, look, it's getting heated in here. All right, James knows, and he does this because he wants to. He wants to rattle me, and you won't rattle me because I know that Tottenham are a big club. I know we're in a, we're, we're one of the, the six biggest clubs in this country, which is the most historical, uh, and I universally universally recognised best league in the world, and we're the sixth best, the sixth biggest club in that league. I'm sorry, but on a global stage, if you look at the... Well, fuck me, on a global stage, you're looking at 20 to 25, do you know what no, I mean? You are, you'll uh, find uh, we're uh, up there. You'll find right, we're right, up right, there. Right, let's go through it on a global scale then, just to finish off the podcast tonight, okay? We've established they don't give a fuck about the transfers now. No, they no. want to hear this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it's a fact, all right? Let's have it out, you know? In England, we've established you're probably, you know, okay, so let's go to La Liga, you know, Deportivo La Coruña have no, won more than... They're not a bigger club. Bigger, all right, La Liga, bigger clubs than Tottenham. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Valencia, Athletic. No, Valencia's not a bigger club than Tottenham. Why they've won they're their not, league? Clover, oh yeah, like, they can't even afford to finish doing new ground they're building. Matter about they were so bad. They had Gary Neville as manager. Valencia are not a bigger club than Tottenham. They're not. I think you're. I, I think you're on a par. Uh, they're the Spanish Tottenham. Okay, uh, I'd maybe. say like Sociedad. You're that level. No, um, you know no, Bilbao, no, no, big no. strong club, the big, difficult away game. That's no, Tottenham. The big, the big, the big three of the big three. Athletic can upset one of the biggest of the, the biggest of the biggest every now and then. Like oh, if right. you turn up at Anfield, I wouldn't be surprised if you won. Right. Okay. Anyway, look. Okay. Ro- uh, uh, Italy. Let's go. Roma. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Inter, AC, Juve, they're all bigger than Tottenham. You're, you're probably as big as Lazio, Lazio Parma. Not Parma. They got fucking Javinho. You know, you you know. I, I would say you're as big as Chivo Verona. No, all right. <laughs> in the French league, PSG bigger club than Tottenham. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but they've only really PSG have only really existed, mate, for, since the money came <laughs> in. To the fucking trophy cabinet. Yours is full of dust. Theirs is full of silver. Yeah, they still came begging for our manager, though, didn't they? They did, and they got him, Dev. Yeah. Why did they get him? Big club. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but okay. I'd we're, say Rangers. So we're, we're bigger Rangers than, are oh, bigger than Tottenham. Oh, <laughs> Rangers and Celtic, they're just... Tottenham are in the top. 
I think seventeen w- clubs in world football. All right, which is that's pretty good, isn't it? When you Not consider how many clubs there are thing. in world football, it's no. about probably twenty million. million. Yeah, yeah. That. I'd say Liverpool, United are in the top five, six. I'd say I'd it's a podcast in itself, in it the world's biggest clubs because we because we know from we're going to do it now because I need a, a we we know from the research that we've done um, when naturally we, when we did the um, biggest clubs outside of Europe. Yeah. There's some big old clubs in Mexico. There's some big old clubs in Brazil. There's it's called bi- the Duplo Football Index, whatever it is. Is the Deloitte? The Deloitte? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Deloitte football. Delightful, the delightful Deloitte football. You guys listening, you, you, you've got to be having a real treat. You know, in Oregon right now, you know, you've been listening to us. Boardman, Oregon. Boardman, Oregon, absolutely fantastic. Texas, you've been listening to us. Russia, you've been listening to us. Venezuela, you've been listening to us. Myanmar, you've been listening to us. <laughs> Bangladesh, oh, the Bota Hemram, no doubt you've been listening to us. Who's the guy who listens to us in Australia all the time? He listens to us. Really good guy. You know, we've got Azan D'Souza who listens to us all the time. Germany, you listen to us all the time. Sweden, they listen to us all the time. Froome, Bath, London, Nottingham. You know, everywhere they seem to listen to us. Everybody's listening to the TTM Sports Show because it's there. It's mad. It's off-scripted. It's mental. It gets listeners. It gets great guests. Great football debate. We all love it. You love it. I love it. The Gardener loves it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, we ain't getting beat, basically. It's getting warm in the in in the TTM Tavern right now. Uh, is alcohol a contributing factor? Uh, but probably because I'm wearing a hoodie in, in, in this time. It was I'm wearing a Calvin Klein t-shirt. That if you look very closely, my nipples do show. It was it was a little bit chilly when I came came, mm. so I wanted to make sure that I had a jumper just in case I needed to go outside later. Or, um, this building the, is equipped with electrical. Is it's insulated? It's electrical. It's dry. It has, it has an official heater fixed to the wall. I know, and the TTM Tavern is where it's at. But anyway, look, we've had an absolute hoedown tonight if you want to appear on the TTM Sports Show and you disagree with what we're saying and you fancy it and you want to get four beers down you and get on the Zoom call and come and have a chat with us please I beg you get in touch with us we're on Twitter to, at TTM Sports just search TTM Sports Instagram's been uh, been given a, a CPR uh, Instagram's back off of life support and yep. it's back up and running yeah uh, the TikTok's not quite there yet. And Facebook, shite. Yeah, but Twitter is where you'll find us mainly. Please, get in touch with the TTM Sports Show. We want guests. We want to have these debates. We want a, a we want an Aston Villa fan to come on here and tell me that you are a bigger club than Tottenham. And I'll tell you why you're not. But that's fine, because you've got Gerard and he's the best. But we need you. We want fans. It's by the fans. It's for the fans. Come and talk to us. That is all from me. And regrettably, that is all from me. And we'll see you again very, hopefully next Wednesday or Thursday night, very soon. You are now listening to the TTM Sports Show. The show that's by the fans, for the fans. Hosted by me, James Hounsell. And me, James Harrison. Where we bring you explosive debate, big interviews and guests, trending topics with regular uploads. And now sponsored by Froome's very own Prestige Paving and Patios. And also now with over 100 episodes. You're listening to the TTM Sports Show. Podcast Network.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.